Midway USA brand product designers have one straightforward goal. Develop high-quality, technically sound products and deliver them to customers at reasonable prices. If you are immersed in the shooting sports industry and pay close attention to every single detail, you know our products are built right and stand up to everyday use. Who has shooting mats and range bag systems to hunting clothing and just about everything for the outdoors? Log on and shop 24-7 with super-fast shipping. MidwayUSA.com This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecovis store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovis.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots as well as free returns and exchanges and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. All right, guys, welcome back to the show. It's Titus, Thomas, and today we got a special guest on, and we've been trying to get more on. It's just line up people's schedules is kind of hard, so you have to hear us yak all the time, but I'm pretty excited about talking to Kevin today. Every time we talked to him, uh, when I talked to him on the phone, we we just almost can't stop. So welcome to the show today, Kevin. Thank you. Thank you very much for having me. I'm excited to do this. So you got to tell everybody because i was sitting there in my brain today thinking how am i gonna say we met <laughs> because we both know it was through instagram but i don't know how it just like evolved into more instead of me just man you're a mallard slayer into now we're sending little messages and then we're talking on the phone and now we're doing a podcast i don't know how that evolved yeah well i remember i think the first time it was uh it was definitely ig it was in october Actually, I think I was up in Idaho at the time uh-huh. and I got, I got that IG about, um, are you a, a pro drive dealer in, uh, in California? Yeah. 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 That's yeah. Right. Okay. And then, and then that's where it spawned and that's where we just kind of had some, uh, some dialogue from, from there all the way to the end of the season. And gotcha. after, and, yeah. then, and then you post in your stories every day with like yeah. six yeah. dozen mallards, Drake mallards following each other from afar, you know, yeah. stalking each other. <laughs> no, but yeah. I kind of want to today, just we've kind of talked about a little bit, just kind of wanted to go over just hunting mallards. I mean, um, there was a deal I seen, and we're just gonna kind of go wherever the wind takes us, but there was a deal I seen the other mm-hmm. day about people talking about what the they were kind of getting into a little bit aggressively, and it was social media about. They don't understand why people are so into mallards and why um, 
Have they ever hunted mallards? No, no. This was yeah. some. No, no. I don't. I don't want to say who it was, but it was something. I was really surprised. It was a. It was. I'm not going to say what it was, but it was something that is kind of the leadership of waterfowl hunting, and they were trying to kind of make it sound like that social media has ruined ruined duck hunting because they put um hunting mallards on a a pedestal on a pedestal making it really? sound like it's the main one because what was going on and i'll tell you later kevin but yeah what was going on is because of saint patrick's day was tuesday i oh, think oh i yes, did yes you, do you yeah. know what i'm kind of talking about now well i didn't bit. see it but i did see everybody kind of which is I fine kind of follow, i mean right they posting some green yeah right? it's like who and, cares and i mean it's I, yeah but the, there was some outdoor groups that were kind of negative on them they i don't know if they really had, yeah i was i was really shocked i was like i've never even heard anybody talk like that i mean i feel like we're the kind of weird ones like people are some people are into divers some people are yeah you know they like they only want to shoot what they really like and like some people are saying hey i only like to eat green wing till i mean hey everybody has their thing but i just thought yeah. that was pretty interesting i don't know if you had seen any of that I, I had I, I did see all the green or you know like i said from who i follow some but uh, yeah, a little well, strange. I mean, I mean, some some places that's only the only bird predominantly that mm-hmm. people even get to hunt. So that that yeah, just doesn't make sense to me. It's been a ducking legend. I mean that that we didn't create. I mean the mallard's just been you know one of the most sought after ducks out there. Really, just it's like the king. Well, let's get into you know? that. Why? Let's let's talk about that a little bit. Why is the mallard? The most and and I'm agreeing with you. Trust me. That's well. I mean, yeah, let, let's do it. Let's I, talk about that. Um, you know, I mean, I don't know if I have the answer of why it's such the king. I mean, um, well, why is it for you? Although you said well, you're not a mallard purist, I know well, that, well, but yeah, yeah, you know, I mean, it and uh, the IG might con you know conflict that, but uh, um, I do love me some widgeon, that's my favorite mm-hmm, duck of choice, mm-hmm. but I mean. Where I shoot typically, I mean, is the, is the Delta. That's kind of where I cut my teeth. And um, that's kind of what's predominantly down there where I'm at. You know, I do have mm-hmm. some teal coming through um, and some widgeon and, and, you know, all the species. But typically where I go in the Delta, I'm getting the shots on the mallards for the most part, mm-hmm. you know, or I have the opportunity to shoot at seven and maybe let some widgeon or teal go, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. I kind of you kind of judge it by the day, by what's kind of flying. If I'm going to have to maybe go, you know, shoot a little more, you know, different species type, but what, what makes, you know, what just, makes widgeon your favorite, favorite time? I don't know. You know, it just started as a kid. It was just, a, um, very pretty, I guess. Maybe it was the, the whole look of them. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you just start getting older. I mean, um, when you're, you're ducking and, you know, you're maybe not the best caller set up, you know, mallards can, can, can be, you know, a little harder to get. And Widgeon used to always do it right. A lot of the times, you know, you can mm-hmm. fool them a bit. They'd come in really good, you know, yep. kind of, they were kind of a saving bird, I think for a lot of duck hunters, you know, mm-hmm. to, I mean, as far as to maybe gather up a limit, you get a flock to come in, you can drop maybe two or three out of it. You mm-hmm. know, they kind of save the day type of bird, yeah. you know, responsive to a call, even a mallard call, when you kind of drag out that hen, try to mimic that hen, hen widgeon, right? You could do something, you know, and they respond to the whistle. So, mm-hmm. uh, I don't know. It just, it just kind of is what it is. I can't really put a finger on it. It was just, so you, like the way they, you like the way they work. They work. They, 
yeah, they work great. Yeah, they were they're responsive. Um, they they work. Yeah, mm-hmm. pretty. You know, I don't know. They just, I just grew up liking the witch. Yeah, you know, a lot of people grow up. A lot of old timers, and I mean, they love the sprig. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, sprig's nice. You know, but that one, I think it, that it, one it, pin it limit hurts it though. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. That's a, that's a, that's a whole nother conversation. That's a whole nother podcast. Mm-hmm. We could talk about, you know, the whole drama we have out here on the particularly in, in uh, California, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, we, do, we do have like, have to get around to that conversation. Yeah. So a lot of our hunters out here, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, it's all right. Um, so on the, on Mallard hunting, I just kind of like to hear your thoughts. I mean, there's so much I feel like we could talk about on it, and I and we do talk about hunting mallards a lot and the challenge of it. And like you said, they're and let I mean, I feel this way. I could be totally wrong, but I feel like they are smarter and a little tougher to hunt. So I think that's what draws me to want to hunt them because they've outsmarted me so many times mm-hmm. that you know mm-hmm. you got that draw there. But yeah. um, I mean, what's some things that you could give us? And I'm, I'm make you do this off the cuff. But mm-hmm. what's some tips and advice you could give to people out there listening? Maybe they're brand new hunters. Maybe they haven't been hunting very long. That could help. And I'm talking about from anything from calling to areas to look for. And I'm not just talking about the Delta. I'm talking about in general. What are you looking for? How do you how do you target mallards? How do you hunt them? How do you call to them? All that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I think a lot of this, too, um, comes from just doing it for so long, mm-hmm. you know? Um, like like your brother being a journeyman, he had four years of apprenticeship. Right. Mm-hmm. And then he's still learning, you know? So it's kind of like, I could say, yeah, if you're, if you're just getting into it, I could tell you some stuff, but there's stuff that just kind of ha- you have to grow into. Mm-hmm. You've got to see and do and understand and, and read birds and know what they like. And we know what mallards like mallards like to be by themselves. They like that tuck, those tuck spots. Right. And we all know sprig like that, that more open water. Right. They'll get into some pockety areas. But so you just kind of know um, what they like. And I grew up in the Delta. That's kind of a mallard backyard, you know, Tule marsh, you know, uh, you know, out in other parts of the country, it's like timber. But out here, you know, it's it's the Tule's, you know, um, and they, they like to be by themselves. They like to be exclusive. Um, and I just try to make things look real. You know, from all the years of me hunting and coming around corners and jumping birds and this, that, I just try to try to take those mental pictures. Honestly, it sounds kind of hokey, but, you know, just try to make it look real, kind of know what these ducks want to hear. You know, you got a lot of guys, and I'm going to say some young guys, there's older guys too, but love to hear themselves call, you know, and calling is a big portion of it. It is, but, you know, it's you got to read the birds too. Mm-hmm. You know, it sounds like broken record. Everybody says it, but mm-hmm. it's true. You got to read those birds, you know, mm-hmm. just cause you sound good or you're, you've been on stage before. doesn't mean you need to blow at everything. You know, that's my biggest thing is guys coming in. They feel like they got to do so much. You're in, you're in their backyard. What I say mm-hmm. the Delta is right. They want to be there. Yeah. Let them get down to you and then maybe bark them in right? You're already where they want to be mm-hmm. for the most part, yeah. right? D- why give yourself up when they're 200 yards away, mm-hmm. you know, and just kind of traverse in a marsh, you know, when they get kind of close, you know, give them a little something, you know, 
sometimes like that. And, it, you know, it's a little different out here, I think, too. You know, we don't get the weather like mm-hmm. a lot of these other regions do, right? Where these birds have to be on a, on a get on a real pattern to eat. Yeah, or, right. You know, you know, they kind of just do what they want out here. You know that for the most part, right? We don't get the cold weather for these mm-hmm. birds to, I mean, have to go here. Mm-hmm. Like, what what makes my tulip patch <laughs> yep. or a place I like to shoot better than the next tulip patch out well, there? Well, me and Thomas were talking about that today. It's like, okay, you know, I, you know, I'm a pilot and I fly in this area now, but I've flown all the way up past Modesto. I've flown up in Northern California as in a helicopter and getting that really good bird's eye view. And I told Thomas how we were talking about how you got the south end of the grasslands and then it goes, it runs all the way up to the delta. And I said, we've talked about this so many times. What in the world makes these ducks out of all the tulip patches, the hundreds of thousands of acres of tulip patches they could land in, why in the world they come land in ours? I mean, it literally seems impossible. Like, it's never going to happen. Like, it, it, when you're flying around in the air looking down at it, mm-hmm. it gives me mm-hmm. perspective. I'm like, I cannot believe we even kill birds. I mean, yeah. it just shows you that there's hundreds of thousands of birds migrating and moving around. I mean, like, moving around. Yeah. Yeah. And there's obviously just- something you, you're doing that does attract them down, right? You know, well, well, yeah, I'm I'm also in in areas where, you know, bird, those mallards really want to be in the Delta. And there, there's, you know, I'm on this island, so to speak. And mm-hmm. I, I'm in spots that I think, you know, could do better than others. But if I was pushed out of a spot, I could still go and probably get some birds because I'm I mean, I'm roughly in the same area. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I might just have to get on them a little harder. But but yeah, it's just kind of what makes what makes a patch different. It's just kind of. You know, I, I don't know. I'm kind of rambling here, but it just, no, that's what we were. I've, I've got places I really like to go to. I know how the birds work and I'm just kind of dialed in there. Mm-hmm. But if I get kicked out of a spot and it did kind of happen this year, I wasn't kicked out. Someone had beat me. Um, I moved off of where I really like to go and I ended up finishing before those guys. And, um, it was two guys and it was only me, but I, I had to, get set up because it took me a while to get set up since that spot was taken so uh, well but what would you attribute that to though because like i said the new people that are listening to that i understand what you're saying but maybe they don't they probably don't so what would you attribute that to your calling your decoy setup or i mean what like um, how'd you do that you know it's probably all those you know i really really hide i i mean i you know because this is my mindset right um Let's just start from Canada, okay. from Alberta. You know, they're getting hammered there. The birds that make it out of Washington, Montana, Idaho, Oregon, they get down into California. It's, I mean, they've ran a gauntlet. Mm-hmm. And in California, it, it's like almost on every corner, there's going to be a duck hunter, right? So you better be on your P's and Q's, or at least that's my mindset mm-hmm. all the time, right? A lot of guys think, oh, I got a boat, I got a boat blind. I'll just set it up against the Thule's. We'll be fine. Mm-hmm. Now, I mean, yeah, you'll get some birds, but that really doesn't work. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, you got to put in some work. I'm into doing the work, you know, and not that other guys aren't, but I just, I just really try to hide myself to a T. Uh, so those birds aren't leaving off of my spread because of me. It's because maybe they just didn't like it. Mm. Right. So um, I think it's a combination of hiding I, you know, I try to be as realistic, like with my setup and it may look good to me and maybe not to somebody else, but it, I mean, if it, if I like it, then I'm confident in it. Um, 
And if it comes down to the decoys, you know, I'm, I'm about my decoys too. I keep them clean and I love me some avian. I'm all about like how, cause they look so real to mm-hmm. me. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, so the decoys, they're always clean, the setup, the hiding and how maybe I put out mojos or, you know, um, and my calling, I don't, I'm really kind of passive on calling, you know, I'm not aggressive by, by any means. I kind of read the birds if they're not, you know, you guys have been doing it long enough. You know how birds are flying if they mm-hmm. kind of want to work or not. And there's, there's probably been more birds than I know that I probably could have called in, but I didn't because they didn't look right, you mm-hmm. know, but mm-hmm. if I would have got on them, maybe they would have came, you know, or been more aggressive, but it's just kind of is what it is. I just try to, you know, if these birds are looking kind of good, I'll get on them a little and just kind of let them, let them work themselves in, mm-hmm. you know, for the most part. You know, I mean, because they, to read they the see the decoys, so it's yeah, they see the deeks, and and again, I come, I'm coming back to I'm in areas, we're, we're in areas where they kind of want to be, so yeah. you don't have to do too much. You just you know, more guys I think scare these birds than than anything, um, because you, it, you know you do have guys around, so you feel like you got to call more, call louder, mm-hmm. call you know, like you got to beat those other guys. Y- yeah, yeah, and then so, doing that, you're just hurting everybody. Yeah. Right. And you know, there's the other variables of, you know, you got guys coming in on you, you know, so you're confusing birds too. Cause maybe these guys don't respect the, the distance. Right. You know, so I really try to be away from people as best I can. Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't really abide to that. A lot of guys feel like, Oh, if they're not in that spot or their, their spot or a spot they like, they have nowhere else to go. So they kind of end up camping on you, you know, which ruins it for both of us really. Mm-hmm. You know, um, so trying to get away from folk. At Midway USA, we know the AR-15 is one of the most popular rifles in modern American history. Known for its modularity and widespread use, it's often considered essential to any gun collection. The essential things you need to run an AR-15 are usually always in stock during shortages. Things like magazines and 5.56 ammo. Whether you're looking to buy a new AR-15 or buy parts for your modern sporting rifle, Log on, and for just about everything for the outdoors, shop MidwayUSA.com. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Trying to be realistic with my setup and hiding to a T, you know. It may take me till shoot time to set up my boat blind, you know. But that's just what I feel like I have to do. And a lot of guys that hunt with me say I'm over the top, you know, but... Well, I, I've just, seen your blind steps a couple. You sent me four or five pictures. Yeah. I was like, dude, you can't tell there's yeah. anything there, you know? And Yeah, and that's how I try to be. I mean, because I don't want these birds leaving my spread. You don't want to give them a reason. Exactly. Exactly. But that's, and is. that's the thing is like, here's my thought. And I'm, I'm going to be honest with some feelings I have about hiding sometimes. And it's wrong, it's totally wrong. And I can't gripe about not shooting birds if I don't take the time. And that is okay, what if the birds aren't going to be here today and I do all this work? But what if they are going to be there and you did all that work? Now you're going to be, you are going to be shooting the birds. So it really just comes down to being lazy or 
Yeah. And maybe not and being out there in time and, and you're rushing yourself and it's all oh, it's shoot time. Too. You know? You got a lot of guys like I get out there early. I had a couple guys beat me this year because they slept out there. I think they knew I would probably be out there. So I'm setting the tone out there for some guys because I, <laughs> I don't mess around. I don't mess around. Um be, yeah, but that's just me. Like if you go out there like you said, um, what if I go out here and do all this work and nothing happens? That's never crossed my mind, Titus. Mm. Never crossed my mind. If it's just, it's, it's the same every time it's, it's zero to a hundred, mm-hmm. you know, that's all I could do. I can't, I can't half it. Mm-hmm. I can't half a, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, even if it doesn't produce, that's just kind of how I've been wired with it, you know? Um, but a lot of guys too, they do get out there. I'm glad you brought it up. Um, get out there to me, which is considered a little late, you know, to shooting time. You know what I mean? They don't give themselves the time to set up yeah. because maybe they didn't want to get up that extra hour early. Right. Mm-hmm. So a lot of the stuff too, like Titus, what am I doing different? I, I use avian. Well, a lot of people use avian. Right. I blow this duck call. A lot of guys blow that duck call. I have, you know, it's certainly not the boat that's killing me ducks. It's, you know, <laughs> but I mean, you know, so, I put all my waiters one one boot at a time too. So what am I doing different? <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, it's really just I think that prepar- I think that hide is such the I mean, obviously it's more than just hide, but I mean that is huge. Yeah. Yeah. Huge. And, I I mean when okay, I don't remember how much or if any that you said you've ever really hunted on the refuge has pretty much been like on the Delta and stuff and then out of state, right? Correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so yeah. like the refuges were years ago. Yeah, so in the refuge, and I'm not saying I've never been guilty of doing this, and people may have thought this of us, but it's like you a lot of times you'll be in there hiding, and you're like, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna call it. We shot our limit, or maybe we're just done for the day, and it, it, we only shot four or five birds, whatever it is. We're getting up to get out, and everybody, you walk down the the banks and the levees, and you see everybody just standing up in the wide open, spinners mm-hmm. still going, decoys are mm-hmm. out. There's that's they're hunting. They're, they're not yeah. just like bored. I mean, it, it could be early in the morning and I'm thinking, I mean, it's, it's on them. I mean, the birds ain't, yeah. don't, yeah. it don't hurt me any, but I'm like, well, no wonder guys. I mean, yeah. And you know. who do they blame, you know, or not yeah. blame, but they're like, Oh, it's so crowded here. It's slow. It's like, look at, <laughs> yeah. look at yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Look at, it's like we have, I was just thinking about this, right? I mean, talking to my cronies, um, dude, I can keep myself busy and, and for for a lifetime here in California, I know with with the opportunity here from the Northeast all the way down to your hood, mm-hmm. you know, and then even busier when we get some weather. I mean, and if I wanted to dabble like I do with a couple skeets, I mean, there's plenty of opportunity here. I'm getting tired of you know like hearing, um, oh, you know, we don't have the opportunity. There was less opportunity when I was growing up, like. YOLO refuge wasn't even there. Mm. The, the expansion of some of these refuges were, weren't expanded. Mm. You know, the island I shoot right now wasn't even flooded yet. Wow. You know? Um, so to me, there's like more opportunity. Yeah, there's some more folk out there, although license sales, ex- you know, minus this year, you know, have apparently been down since like right. the mid 70s, right? But I mean, everybody says, I don't believe it. There's so many people out there. But you know, well, look at yourself. Like you just said, you know, look at, look in the mirror, you know, yeah. maybe, maybe hide a little better or, you know, or put that mojo. I don't know. You know, I'm changing variables. Yeah, yeah. It's just, 
Change it up. I'm not, if what you're doing is not working, then change it up. You know, it, true, true. But do they do it? I don't know. I mean, they may re, be reluctant to. I mean, I'm not doing anything special, guys. Um, I'm not a stage caller. I don't sound the best. Or, um, or if I'm you see maybe, somebody that's doing well, try to mimic what they're doing. Absolutely. Maybe they're doing, maybe they have avians like you do, and maybe they have a boat like you do, and maybe they call like you do, but they don't shoot the bird numbers. Well, maybe get out there maybe earlier, maybe cover maybe up they, a little better. Yeah. You know, exactly. just, just, you got to change things, you know? Mm hmm. If it ain't mm -hmm. working. Now, maybe when everything goes well, I, I like your comment. What you said is if, <laughs> if you, the biggest thing to me, if you're on the X and you in the right spot, you don't even really have to do anything. Size, let them get in and shoot them. <laughs> exactly. Because they already want to yeah. be there. You don't have to convince them. Mm -hmm. You don't have to let them no. know. They have it in their Absolutely. mind that that's where they're going already, whether you were there or not. Now, Absolutely. You, yep. you want it to look realistic. That way they're at ease and they, they commit just like they normally would if it was real birds, you know, but... In other words, they're they're already made up that that that's where they're going. One hundred percent. And you 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 guys have been there. You guys may say, like let's just take the refuge for instance. You guys were maybe off the X a little um, there, but you got you guys sounded way better than than these guys calling. But the birds are going there because that's where they want to be. It mm -hmm. doesn't matter all the time on how you call right. or what you sound like. If they want to be there, they're going to be there. Mm -hmm. I've been just off the X sounding way better than these guys. Yep. Didn't get, didn't get the birds. Yep. You know? Yes, sir. You know, um, a lot of variables, a lot of guys just need to look in the mirror to maybe reset. And I don't know, you know, I grew up with some old timers, you know, and just a different, what I consider I don't know if it's a different way of hunting, but just, just well, I mean, explain that. What do you like? What did what did they do that you feel like well, was? I, I was just maybe mentored. Let me just say that you know I had my pops. I don't know if a lot of people getting in, um, maybe had the great mentorship to know, hey, you know, one more pass on these birds. You know, mm -hmm. that's that's a phrase that I don't know if a lot of people even know anymore, right? <laughs> You know, how many times has that snubbed us? Oh, right. <laughs> One more pass you know, and then they, they bounce oh out. You're yeah. like, oh, well. But they were there, but we wanted them closer. Yeah. That's mm -hmm. not synonymous with a lot of guys anymore. Mm -hmm. One more pass. You know, yeah. I look at stuff too. I'm just trying to look at the whole culture. Maybe they just didn't have the mentorship. They got out there um, and with their buddies, not necessarily an older guy. They got, they kind of were out there with their buds and they were just, they were shooting and they kind of never progressed into really working these birds all the time. You know, everybody's going to get lucky. You know that oh, So yeah. these guys that are shooters, they will get lucky and get in their birds and think they know what they're doing. But in general, they're not consistent, yeah. you know, and getting them in. Um, so I just think, I, yeah, I think it's just the mentorship. And that, I think that goes hand in hand with duck and, for sure, it's great to have someone to kind of learn from. Mm -hmm. You need to. And I think some of these folks didn't have maybe that great leadership. Maybe the, they, who they were going out with were shooters, mm -hmm. you know. Um, and then it just spawns in that culture, you know. Yeah. So that that's all, you know. Um, that's just, yeah, that's what I, my, my approach to it. You know, having someone to teach you the ropes, 
you know, working birds feet down. I mean, you always try for that. It doesn't always happen. We're realistic, right? We're out here in California. We don't have the weather. Sometimes these birds just aren't going to come in that close, Mm -hmm. you know? So, well, one of the things I get a lot and I, I, cause I got to walk that line to where some dudes are, you know, some dudes don't want the mentor or, or they just do what they want. And then there's the line of people like, Hey, I don't have the mentor. I don't know anybody. Yeah. Like, so I try to walk that line and say, and try to be sensitive on both ways, you know, like, okay, well, you know, man, I'm, you know, I'm sorry. But then again, we're, that's what we try to do these podcasts for more so than the YouTube channel. Cause the YouTube channel is just us hunting. We don't want, a lot of times want to take the time. I mean, we try to throw in what we can to try to teach, but it's like, that's what these are where we can actually sit down talk to different individuals Talk about yeah. tactics. Talk about ways that we lessons we've learned. I shouldn't say tactics because it sounds like I'm some elite sniper or whatever. <laughs> but it's like, but for real though, like talk about people with experience like yourself that's been doing it for however long you said thirty five years. Well, shoot, or, I start. I mean, I've been out there since 1986, so 34 years. Wow, that's a lot of experience. You know, you know? Of, how many mistakes have being, you made in that 34 of, years? Oh, yeah, you know? yeah. And we all know, right? You learn from your mistakes. Exactly. Was I just, was I just G? G from the start? Absolutely yeah, not. Right, right. You know? And you're not even trying um, to say that, you know? No, no. And and my Instagram page might be misconstrued, um, but I'm I'm just, I've been doing this, you know, and I just got on the IG, but it's just something I've, just go out there, try to kill ducks. I try to hunt up ducks. Yeah, That's mm-hmm. all I'm trying to do. And, you and, know, to and the are best you doing that ability. to impress anybody or to put pictures? Absolutely no, not. No, You're doing it because no. it's your, you love it. That's what That's, you, you've been doing I, it way before all this stuff, you know? Exactly. <laughs> A little bit of it was kind of like, cause I, I, like I said, I just got on IG. I was kind of, you know, I'm 40 now and I was kind of, I'm kind of on that cusp of the, uh, the the whole social media thing it took me forever to get on some of these things and i was kind of like getting on and like looking like what, what is all this stuff i mean not not that shooting spoonies is bad you know and i don't mm-hmm. want to go down this rabbit hole too mm-hmm. much but it was like man when was when did all this become kind of cool to to post and i know you got to look at the landscape if we're not shooting some spoonies for some of these places we're not shooting anything at all you know well and um, that's and and that's the thing we were me and travis and then we're talking about it. i think me and you were talking about on the phone the other day and i want to because like i said all the different variety of listeners you know that are listening to this podcast it's like i i get that side of the mentality like but then on the uh, the same token it's just the stage of being a duck hunter, whatever stage yeah, you're yeah. in. And there's nothing wrong yeah, with being in that. the first one. And there's nothing wrong no. with being the dude that don't even care about shooting. He's 80 years old and he just wants to take young guys out, mentor yeah. them, and don't even pull the trigger. Because I've been in the stage where I want to shoot seven birds. I, I just, that's what I wanted to do. As a young guy, I want to shoot seven birds. I didn't care if it was five green, hen green wings and two Drake shovelers. I was like, I got seven birds, man. I mean, that's an, accomplishment. Yep. Yep. that's an accomplishment, yep. right? For a guy that don't already yep. know he's in. But then as you progress, you're like, okay, you know, I'm shooting because I want, you know, what it tastes like. Oh, it's plumed out. Blah, you know, it's all these stages you go yeah, through yeah, your life. And it's yeah. it's pretty interesting to watch yourself. You're absolutely right. You know? It is. It's stages, right? Just like with life, how you, you know, you're into, into some low riders growing up. Now you're into lifted <laughs> trucks, right? Yeah. You know, I mean, it's just, it's just all. You part, it, it you part it, your hair down the middle and then you get yeah, older and you, yeah. you, you buzz cut bleach, it. Remember we used to bleach our hair back in the day, dude? <laughs> <laughs> Bleach the tips. So you're absolutely, it is. And I got to do a better job of maybe, or just, I don't really call anybody out, but it was just. No, and I wasn't taking it that way. the whole landscape of, yeah. of out here. 
you know. Because I, I, I'm definitely wasn't disagreeing with you. I'm on the same page no, as no, you. I, but I, I do see the other side because I've been the, I, I have been the person like, why, why this, why that. And then I, like, after you start hearing people really break down, and I'm talking about newer hunters. I'm not, and I'm not talking about just young, young guys like 10, 12 years old. I'm saying new. They could be 30. They could be 40. They could be brand new. But it's like the mentality. Like you know what? I, I guess you forget what that's like to be in that phase. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So then you, you yeah. start getting, oh, these guys are doing this. But I, I think, well, I'm pretty sure what you were referring to when you say that about what's up with like the spoonie thing. And you're not necessarily saying it's wrong to shoot spoonies, but what you're saying is when you're coming across there maybe disrespectfully to the animals and or the game that you harvest, and then you just – and just the attitude, like you said, like, oh, I'm big bad guy because I shot seven Drake Spoonies. It's like – well, no one is if they shot seven Drake Mallards or if they shot seven Drake Spoons, you're hunting. You don't it's not bragging rights. And that's where the yeah, attitude's yeah. gone wrong, you know? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And I think some of it's social it's social media too. It's a and this is a sport. You wanna be looked at. You wanna be uh you know, and I don't know, I think I don't know. It's I just the landscape to me. I, mm-hmm. I just wish I, w- I wanna just try to I want to help change some stuff. I want to, I don't know. I don't know, I know what I'm you're going saying. with this. Well, you let, know what I mean? Let me tell people this. But. If you don't care, I don't know if yours is, you have to be approved to follow you, but on Instagram, just, I'm sure people are like, well, tell us his Instagram. You know, now we're wondering what his page looks like. He's not, like you said, he's not trying to grow no big page, but he does, he puts ducks on his page and who doesn't like to look at that if you're a duck hunter. So RC, yeah. RC yeah. underscore outboards, RC Ours and Rick, season Charlie underscore outboard. You can check him out on Instagram. But hey, also I want to tell you, man, thanks for your service too. He is a is a veteran too, so we appreciate yeah, that. Yeah, no problem, no problem. So good. Maybe a little bit jumping on the Delta because that just seems like a big scary world to someone like me that hasn't been out there. I've been out there fishing a little bit, but as far as duck hunting, you hear all the horror stories and stuff like that. But I mean. I mean, let's just start off like with tides. Like, mm-hmm. is that as intimidating as it sounds like the way tides come in and out? I mean, is there something you can go look at online and just kind of? Yo, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll get you. There's all these tide applica- or tide websites, right? One I use is saltwatertides.com. Um, there's a few of them out there. Um, but yeah, they can be intimidating, especially if you're new. You know, you don't want to get stuck out there on a change. You know, uh, or you miss the tide and that's another at least four hours, you know, mm-hmm. depends on how low it is. You could be out there <laughs> calling the wife saying, I'm going to be home at 10 o'clock tonight, you know, <laughs> Oops. <laughs> you know? yeah. <laughs> um, so it is intimidating for sure, especially for new folk. Right. Um, but it's a, it's a major player out there. Um, it, it, you know, it kind of helps you and, and hurts you sometimes too. Sometimes, I mean, when you really savvy and you know these tides, um, sometimes I don't even want to shoot out of my boat. I can get to my spots and, uh, and have water in my area. I'll leave my boat somewhere where I have water, right? And go shoot and be able to shoot there, stay past the low tide where everybody else that may have used their boat has got to leave prior to that. Mm. Now I'm there by myself. Because wow. mm. I kept my boat somewhere where I, you know, and I walked in, oh, yeah. you know? Yeah. So, and, and if it's a decent tide of like, Hey, I really got nothing going on. I do want to shoot out of my boat. Um, then I'll get in there usually, you know, and, and I, and I'll stay and play, 
if it's, you know, if I think, oh, it's okay. I could be out of here by three, you know, or whatever, you know. Um, so it's a, it's a real deal. Um, it's not, it doesn't come in where I'm at super fast or go down super fast, you know, so you have time to play, but you definitely need to be conscious of it, you know, um, because you guys could be stuck out there, especially if you're going to try to shoot out of your boat the whole time, you know? Yeah. But, and it depends on where you're at too. Like, you know, they got the, the South Delta, you know, or let's say right around the, the whole grizzly area or that, you know, um, it may not affect you too much. There's some deeper spots there, you know, that. Well, yeah. So may... with mallards, I mean, obviously they don't want that deep water cause they're, they're puddlers. They like to yeah, feed not and stuff. Typically. Right. I mean, yeah, you, you want the, the shallower marshes and, and there is a lot of shallow marsh there, but it, the tide may not affect you as much get down to mud or anything like that. In some of those spots down there, you uh, know, how sticky is that? some of that mud? Is it just kind of like some of the refuges where, I mean, you can, Feels like it's double ply- plowed. Obviously, um, nobody's going out there plowing, so it shouldn't be as bad as it probably is it's in a refuge. Not as, it's, it's really not that bad. Um, you know, when, when some of these islands first flooded, they were because you still had like that, that topsoil on there, right? But mm. a lot of these islands and places have been flooded for years and years. So, you know, you're not, there's nowhere out there really where I'm sinking up to past my shin tops, you yeah. know? And where I'm going, yeah, it's it's a fairly easy walk, for sure. Mm. Yeah, and then yeah. just I guess typical mallard type days or duck days where the wind's out of the north, it's cool. I mean, you're just gonna wherever, even if you're in the delta or in the refuge, you're gonna do good, right? It's like you need I can't confirm nor deny that. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Typically, delta rule of thumb. I mean, typically, I mean, mallards wise, right? right? Um, Gray days aren't really great days, but you know, things you can still get birds, obviously. But mallards typically that north wind 10, 5 to 15 miles an hour tops, you know, tops. Um, and yeah, clear north wind, maybe a few clouds in the sky, you know, after the storm. That's mallard country. That's what I was going to say. That love. sounds you know, like what I, mean, I like. That, Very yeah, specific. Yeah. <laughs> maybe a few <laughs> scattered small clouds, <laughs> not too in and out, not too high. Not too high. Exactly. I, I'm seeing it right now in my head. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we, <laughs> we all are. It just got yeah. kind of starting to get a little quiet there. All just kind of daydreaming. Like, yeah, it's uh, it's a it's a beautiful thing. You know, yeah. you can get them in the in the in the gray, but typically gray days aren't aren't necessarily greenhead days or, or mallard days. You know, um, but it it can happen. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. I mean, that's that's duck hunting. I mean, that's pretty like you said. That's pretty much wherever you go. That's what you're yeah, gonna be looking for. Exactly, that kind of stuff. exactly. Some wind, uh, some other nature to help out. Always, you know, for sure. Yeah. Well, I, yeah. I, yeah. It's there's so much to learn about it. It's like it's like a like you said, we can get in a deep, deep, dark hole. I mean, what are you kind of thinking? I'll just go down this rabbit hole. What are you kind of thinking about the the pentalimic? You think we're gonna see two this year? Um, I'm sure, talking hard about it right now. They are. They are. You know. Um, I don't know if I have a lot of faith always in the feds, you know, um, I know we have enough data cause we didn't do that, uh, bird count last year, right. right. Cause of COVID, right. right? But there, there is so much data that it's not necessarily the BLN all that we didn't have it. Mm-hmm. Um, um, honestly, gosh, 
I don't think it's going to change this year. You don't think so? I don't think so. I don't think so. I like the approach that um, Delta has taken on some of this stuff too about the the numbers of uh, drakes to hens. Mm-hmm. Um, that is maybe causing these hens up in these breeding grounds to just get overworked, you know, because the disproportionate amount of drakes to hens. So every time that hen gets up off the nest, she's getting bombarded, you know. So they want to Delta wants to you know, up the limit to three, I think, uh, three sprig. I don't know if it's three drakes only, but I can see that. I mean, absolutely. And all these guys here in California that shoot the rice would say the same thing, you know? Yeah. Look, I mean, look at the numbers when they're flying around, you see like six to eight drakes pretty much to one hand all the time. Yeah. You know? to- totally. Um, so, um, yeah, if it was up to CWA or California and the populations we've had here, we have here, It'd be a no-brainer, but mm. unfortunately, it seems like we're we're judged on the whole, you true, know, uh, all the flyways. And and until that changes, um, we're just going to be talking and talking. Yeah. You know, we're going to advocate for it, but until the feds, <clears throat> which doesn't really make sense because every state has different bird regulations. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, you look at you go to the Atlantic; they can only shoot what one or two mallards, mm-hmm. something like that. Yeah, we especially shoot seven. the Atlantic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Atlantic is really bad. Their their mallard count has gone down, so it is. Well, yeah, I, and I, look I, at look at look at like the Mississippi flyway. I mean, and this is another maybe topic for another one if I'm invited back. I mean, about these limits here. You know, look at yeah. look at Arkansas, four mallards, five ducks total. Mm-hmm. Texas, five mallards, six ducks total. Louisiana, six ducks, four four mallards total. Kansas, you guys know, is it? Yeah. It's five mallards there, right? Yeah. Six ducks total. Yeah, you know, um, and they shoot a ton of mallard, and mm-hmm. you know, and it brings me to the, the here. You know, we we have these potentially they say overcrowdedness or these refuges are crowded, and and look at all the other states out here shooting seven. You know, I I'm a proponent of of dropping it a little to help the cause, you know, with getting some folks out of these refuges, potentially, um, you know, they say our mallard numbers here aren't exactly great, you know, Mm -hmm. but our habitat, you know, why not drop it at least one, but they're going to tell me the science supports shooting seven, Mm -hmm. you know, but, you know, and then they tell me too, the national average is only, is only about two to three ducks per person anyway. So why should we drop the whole overall limit when nobody really achieves that anyway? Yeah. Right. Yeah. And you know, and it's like, it's like, yeah, you're right. But that really doesn't, you know, meet the, the rubber doesn't meet the pavement or whatnot to me. It doesn't transcend, you know, I wish I would like to see myself and other folks get out of the marsh earlier. I, we could, we could do that. I could just shoot six ducks but you want to achieve that limit too. Yeah. You know, I think just because we have the ability to shoot seven doesn't mean it's the best for our state. Maybe mm-hmm. for Washington it works, but you know, yeah, not necessarily here, mm-hmm. you know, um, I that, could know. Add I mean, that can add up, man. Like you said, eliminating just one duck. And like I said, we've talked before, it, I'd be willing it, to do that. <laughs> I mean, that's, I mean that is yeah, what, a like one duck to get you get you off like the re- anywhere or out of a place sooner. Yeah, right. Yeah, because I mean all it does is, it, all it does is help everybody out. You know, it does, and it's, and, and it brings these, more birds. So that's a win win. And six guys and everybody listening or who's going to listen? I mean, 
six is a substantial number. I mean, I think, yeah, I mean, it's still, still pretty liberal, yeah. you know? And, and what I want to try to, to say to some, some leadership folk is if we're, if you think we're going to have a mass exodus, if we drop from, uh, from seven to six, then we don't need them anyway. Yeah. If, if they think, you know, it's like, come on, it that's, we're not, no, look at, I mean, we're, Half the country shoots only six ducks total. You know, mm-hmm. some of them are only five and, and they're thriving. They have still ton of duck hunters. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I think, you know, just little things here to help out. Cause I'm, I'm, I'm trying to look at big picture here for California too. Well, and how know? many, how many days out of the season, including myself, do you ever shoot a full limit? You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. For, for, exactly. Well, see, and that's what they say. They, but their argument for that is when I, well, see, nobody shoots a full limit. Not that many people do. So why should we lower it? Well, right. Well, yeah, but what I'm saying is, you're—I don't know. Like I think I've said this before when we've been out hunts. Like six birds. That's a good. Uh, five birds. Five birds is a. That's a good day of hunting. You know. Yeah. Yeah. It, um, it is. It used. To, remember, Titus? Were you ever shooting when it was four ducks? I don't. I I don't remember that. No. We, I must I mean, have been too. I'm not hunting yet or something or two. You mean yeah, it was four ducks for a long time. That's it was five. Um yeah. I don't ever remember it being six. Do you remember what year that was when it was four? Yeah, it was like in the early nineties. Yeah, early yeah. 90s. It was and it was a split season back then. You know. Oh, was um, it really? It was. There wow. was split seasons, man. And and I'm a proponent, you know, this state and the and the whole CWA agenda is liberalness. And I get yeah. it to a certain extent. I'm all about the days. If we can take that one oh five, you absolutely. Let's do that. But the seven, man, and with, with these issues they seem to be having on refuges with crowdedness and, you know, and, uh-huh. and the overall experience, well, let's, let's maybe try to turn out some folks. Let's, let's take one little step here and let's, let's try to drop the limit to six and see if that helps the cause, uh-huh. you know, and go do that route for a little while. Uh-huh. Right. You know, yeah. 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 I don't think we're going to lose anybody. No. Yeah. I agree with you. From, from seven to six, you know, so. Yeah. No, people aren't. Gonna, they're no. not going to stop. You know, I mean, how many so, did we but, lose when they dropped the pin element again a couple of years ago? Yeah, yeah. Just don't think we lost I, very many. I don't think we <laughs> lost any. We didn't lose any. See, and that's a good one. I'd like to bring up. Yeah, because it's been one for a while. I mean, it was two for a while. That it was one even prior to that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and we got a. And it's like if we drop the limit to seven, okay, or excuse me, to six. Look what else we have out there that is so liberal. Look at the goose limits we have, guys. Dude, I know. So that's a lot of work to clean uh, ten yeah. honkers out, man. Dude, <laughs> uh, what? 20, what is it? Is it twenty snows? I thought I heard somebody say yeah. twenty-five, but it's twenty, it's 20. isn't it? It's yeah. twenty snows and ten and ten darts. But yeah. I mean, you know, so we've created positions too. You know, in a way, it's mm-hmm. like if you're not a duck hunter because your your rice bread just doesn't produce anymore, it's like how many positions did we create goose hunters? Goose hunting. Oh my gosh. Is everybody a goose hunter now with a trailer and like 2000 decoys, (laughs) you know, and just running up and down 99 or five trying to be like, you know, running traffic, you know, like who It's like, Oh my gosh. So we've got all these things going on here in California. People shooting it, trying to get their 20 geese staying out all day or their 30 geese pushing those snow geese even higher because they want to, you know, it's just, uh, the, you know. but going back to what you said earlier, there is so much opportunity that I I raise my both hands. 
I haven't even scratched the surface of right not only right. Hunt, hunting p- different places in California, but different birds, different styles, setups. Absolutely. I mean, I, I mean, like you said, we you can never leave. The, it's just fun leaving, like because I know you've traveled to that kind of. I mean, it's a blast just going is. on a guy trip, and that, there's nothing like it. But absolutely, my goodness, there's so much. I mean, it could take us just to, for me to get down south over the over the overpass or overpass over the pass down to the south. I mean, that's a that's a six hour drive, five hour drive just to get. And I've even still still I'm only yeah. in the the north end of L.A. I got to drive exactly forever Think to get down to San Diego. Have, right. Think if you have a boat, this just give you more opportunity. Right. Oh, yeah. You could start. I mean, you got. And then you have the river systems. I'm talking like, let's just say from like Orland all the way down to past LB or wherever that, you mm-hmm. know, San Joaquin mm-hmm. that, that in, that in times when, when we have weather, right? right? I mean, other than that, you've got all these refuges. And if you take a trip out of state once a year, go to your Oregon, your Idaho, your uh, Washington, mm-hmm. you know, you can, there's, you know, you got opportunity. I'm only scratching the surface where I shoot in the Delta, guys. Mm-hmm. You know, I kind of stick to my hood. I ventured out a little, but there's endless opportunities down there. Granted, it's, it, you know, better with a boat, right? And pretty much ultraverse by boat. But, I mean, that's something you build up, too. Not everybody was gifted or, you know, ha- very few come out and buy a $30,000 boat right off the bat. Yeah. No, None of us started that way, mm-hmm. right? It's... You just progress like you would. You got a yak. You turn into. You got a boat. Yep. You started at the refuge. Mm-hmm. Then you you've migrated out of there. Maybe you got into a club one year. You you got a better job. You bought yourself a boat. Now you're doing Delta stuff. You know. Yeah. You can. Anybody can do it. Yep. Anybody can do it. You know. Hey, we no all we all do what we want. You know. We're like, man. I, you know, if you're not into something, you'll be like, man. I can't believe who would spend fifty. You know, eighty thousand oh. dollars on a wakeboarding boat, but it's like because that's what they love to do, exactly. and to them that's nothing. That might be the only thing they do. Whereas people think that about us. Oh, all that duck hunting! I can't believe you spent all that money on you guys gear spend and so much that. money. It's like, yeah, well, look at you and your road bike, your felt road yeah. bike for seven thousand dollars. It's just everybody's <laughs> got their deal, you know. Everybody's got their exactly. It's a sport, right? It's expensive. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it's almost a non sport. Is hashtag or hey, hey, expensive? Hey, it's not expensive. You know? Don't tell me. My <laughs> wife, li- no. <laughs> no. Good thing my wife don't listen to this. Yeah, no. <laughs> um, but anything you do is gonna it's you a know, deep dark a price hole. To pay. Yeah. <laughs> I still think fishing is a darker hole than. Duck hunting, but I could be wrong. I don't know. Oh, how much plastic lures oh, do you have? How many worms? It adds do you up, have? dude. <laughs> four, you know, four hundred dollar rod, two hundred dollar reel. Oh my goodness! You just keep thirty-five, thirty-five thousand dollar boat, and that's yeah. probably a cheap. That's, that's a cheap probably a cheap bass boat. Yeah. yeah. Uh, there's, yeah. Every niche has its expensive deal. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Bottom line is, hey, love duck hunting. It's and it's. We're at that stage. I told Tom some basically, you know, the first month after season's over, I'm just kind of like, uh, I'm good. I need a break. I, you know, your brain keeps thinking I got to get my gear ready. And you're like, oh, I'm not even duck hunting Saturday. But now it's, now it's starting to slowly roll back around. I'm already thinking like we're already making plans for next year and where we're going to go. Yeah. 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 You're right. There is like that purgatory stage where you're kind of in between. (laughs) There really is. It's, and it's kind of for me and I'm sure for a lot of folk, I mean, you kind of get depressed a little bit mm-hmm. um, because you've been doing it for like 120 days, you yeah. know, from September all the way into Feb. No, right? it's or like, what am like I going to do? 
Yeah, and, yeah. and it's kind of been your culture for that long. Mm-hmm. And then, um, but I'm always glad it ends because I mm-hmm. leave nothing. My motto is just leave, leave nothing on the table, man. Just exhaust your exhaust yeah. everything so you don't think, because you have, a, what, eight months to think about, oh, I should have went here and at oh, least yep. looked at this. Yep. Or I, I should have so went here. Yep. Right? Totally, totally. I've had that regret so many times. Yeah. So I try to leave it out and you're exhausted and you're kind of in between like, oh, man. <laughs> Do I want you know, to get up again? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I hear you. But I, feel like I, I feel like I put it all out there this year pretty much. I don't think I held back too much. That's Dro- good. Yeah. Jobs. So, what do you? What do you? How many days of the season do you think you hunt? Oh man. Well, I at least shoot three days a week. Okay. Um, because that's my schedule for work. Mm-hmm. So, and then I'll dabble in between there. So, um, <laughs> I like that word. <laughs> dabble. <laughs> that sounds like my brother. That must be a PG need to like. It's not. He's not exactly using the word dabble, but he finds little ways to little nooks and crannies to sneak out there. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> um, so. So, so with, with a three day a week and then you, you got your, your vacay, your sick time. Um, gosh, it's a lot, you know, I yeah. mean, I could probably get on the calendar and average it out, but, um, it's a lot. I mean, I try to, you know, but I set, I set myself up for that too. You know, I try to work as yeah, much yeah. as I can. You work to duck hunt. Um, yeah. Kill all the OT and all that, get all my jobs done, you know? And so I'm kind of, you know, chill mode, you know, or coast. From October yeah. to February, as best I can. You know, work will always dictate that to a certain degree. But, um, yeah, yeah, I go a lot. I go a lot. That's awesome. Yeah, ain't nothing wrong with that. No, it's it's what I love to do. So you yeah. you say you, you make time for it. That's my wife because that's week on week week off schedule I have. Sarah's like, you just like that job because the schedule on. I'm like, uh, yeah. Well, yeah, no, <laughs> she's that's all, a perk. She's all because yeah, you can go duck hunt all the time. I'm like, uh, yeah, well. I'm glad you figured that out because it's true. <laughs> so, well, man, Kevin, thanks for coming on. We got. Well, I, I guess we got to cut it at really some point, do. but yeah, yeah, we're definitely going to have you on again, and we'll talk about some of those other things we were mentioning. So, yeah, but, I hope I could reach the listeners. I was just kind of, just kind of talking. Yeah, you know, yeah, that's what we do. Um, it's all I, chill. I got no secrets, guys. You know, it's use the same calls and everything else everybody else is using mm. you know that's all i could say too um refine your craft to yeah. these guys coming up you know and they're gonna you know but just get better at everything yeah stick with it practice you know? work hard at it you're gonna i mean you're gonna by time that goes by you're gonna get better yeah yeah mm. and real quick to some of these guys out there listening hey maybe this year you guys Go back, go down to a three inch. Try to work those birds in closer. Get rid of those three and a half, guys. Bring them in closer. Try that. Yep. You know. Yep. Let's get those. Let's try to get rid of those three and a halfs. Let's refine our craft, guys. Get them in close. Yep. Agreed. It's more right. fun. Yeah. All right, guys. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you on the next one. <laughs>